Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. Psalm 32, verses 1 and 2. Here's what I write. Think of forgiveness on two levels. Peace with God leading to peace in your own heart. If you are not at peace with God, you cannot have peace because your heart will remain broken and frayed. Many of the forgiveness substitutes of our own time offered, offered today are very weak remedies indeed. And I just make up this thing, the forgiveness substitutes, but they are forgiveness, they're bromides. They're kind of those uh, pills, uh, substitute pills they give you for pain and stuff where they really have no ingredients in them. Uh, you just can't wish um, the need for forgiveness away. It's going to be sticking with you and it's going to be dividing you from God and from your neighbors. Yeah, we kind of feel the shadow or the lingering of guilt, but we don't have a category of sin, so we're not quite sure what to do with that. And I mean, John said it in his first letter, if you say you have no sin, you lie <laughs> and you're very much um, deceived. But when you come to that understanding and finally acknowledge your sin uh, to God or to someone that you've been in uh, broken relationship with, it's amazing the relief that comes in that space. The uh, one of the things that uh, came to mind there is uh, what amazing psychologists, uh, uh, the uh, gospel writers like John were. Um, if, what did he say? If you claim to have no sin, you are a liar. You deceive yourself. You deceive yourself. And uh, I wish I heard that more in church, but I, I don't. Uh, it's kind of, sin um, is talked about, but sometimes it's not delved into about how the infection is so prevalent uh, in all of us. We can't escape it and we tend to get off the hook because nobody is bringing it to our attention as who we actually are as we're, you know, sinning our hearts away and separating ourselves from God as we do that. Yeah, you mentioned the biblical writers or psychologists. The Greek word for soul is psyche, which we get our word psychology, and they're basically doctors of the soul. And if I went to a doctor and had a deep infection and he kind of said, oh, it's okay, you know, you, you can get by this one. And then it spreads and becomes uh, gangrene or some other thing that becomes more difficult, I'd be very upset. And uh, as a doctor of the soul, one of the roles of pastors, and I would say all Christians who have a pastoral application in life is to say, hey, that probably isn't good for you, and to continue in that way is to ca cause your soul to rot. Uh, it's actually showing grace to someone to help them realize that. Amen.